0: Alright, welcome back to Familiar Strangers. We are sitting down here with our first uh, international guest, Josh is, one of Josh's best friends in Hong Kong. His name's James. James, what's your last name for the people?
1: It's Harrison. James Harrison, my man. James Harrison. I'm glad to be here.
0: <laughs> James is a uh, chef, and we, we had some technical difficulties. And before this, <laughs> I, I, I had to ask him what's his favorite food to make for himself, and surprisingly it's a grilled cheese
1: <laughs> yeah man but uh, <laughs> oh dude i've just been thinking about it as well if you can add if you can add and ham into that grilled cheese
0: oh yeah ham and cheese
1: yeah, yeah. we get but that's like
0: you and my dad will get along well yeah it's simple <laughs> good it is it's tasty Um, but other than that, I did have another food question. I had a couple and then I had a couple, uh, some more serious questions, but I wanted to, uh, I wanted your opinion since you're, uh, a world renowned chef. Uh, I'll take that. (laughs) I wanted, (laughs) I wanted to know what is one thing that everyone could do to make their food taste better or make better food.
1: (laughs) Uh, be be patient.
0: Okay. I like that.
1: Uh, No, well, for real, though, um, seasoning. Yep. That's all it is. I mean, we, I trained, most chefs trained for three to four years to learn how to cook and to learn how to pretty much just put salt in food. (laughs) I mean, there's techniques and obviously all that type of stuff that we learn, but I mean, at the end of the day, we're seasoning up stuff with salt, pepper. Uh, and salt just intensifies everything and allows everything to open up, all the flavors to open up. So if you can season your food pretty well, you're going to have much tastier food. I mean, I that. If you... Like, who wants to eat? I mean, put some salt on your... T- Do you know, if you were to make like a chocolate cake. And if you threw some salt in there, it's going to taste that much better. Okay. I don't know if you guys have ever done that or not, but no. if you have a baked cake, especially with chocolate, throw some, throw a pinch of salt in there, different cake, completely different cake, just a different level. Yeah. Um, so seasoning for one is definitely the most important thing. Okay.
0: That's what I, for- I figured you were going to say that that's, that would be my or my uh, advice to people too. I throw onion powder and garlic powder in pretty much anything. <laughs> it's like, hey, well, why not?
1: Yeah, it's going to taste a little bit better. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, look, a lot of people have an aversion to MSG as well. But if you can get the pure MSG that looks like cocaine, yeah, then if you just put a little bit of it in, then your food is just that much better. And I mean, people are scared of it because of like, I think uh, it got a bad rap from a Chinese takeaway. Um, there's a whole story behind it. they called like um, Chinese fever or something like that. Okay, I Don't quote me on that, but there it's definitely to do with takeaway in Chinese restaurants and the overuse of MSG. But your brain creates MSG, monosodium glutamate. So it we all we all have it inside of our body. It's just your tolerance, certain people's tolerances are only enough from what their brain creates. Mm. So even mm-hmm. adding MSG into your food, like uh, a small pinch of MSG in your food isn't bad. It's when you load it up. Like if you're making a flour for your chicken that you're going to fry and you've only got 100 grams of flour and you put – 50 grams of msg in it something's (laughs) gonna go wrong (laughs) but if you're just using like five five grams or something like that two grams it's only going to make your food better yeah so getting 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 over like certain aversions to stuff like enhances is one thing as well like there's nothing wrong with that
0: agreed agreed All right, Josh, you got a you got a question for your boy James? Yeah, I'll give him one. Let's hold go, on, Josh. Uh, hold on.
1: Give me them hitters. All right.
0: <laughs> so I went. I went back to a message I had sent him a while ago and told him to give you a question or give me a question to ask Austin. So James, <laughs> if you gotta lo- if you gotta lose one limb, an arm or a leg, what are you choosing,
1: <laughs> dude? <laughs> I'm choosing a leg.
0: You're a chef, so I figured I, I need thought you. Might do, but, you need your hands?
1: But what about hair? So you're gonna lose an arm, and you can't play ball anymore properly.
0: Yeah, but I'll take, I'll take that. I want to be able to run.
1: Man, get a bionic leg. We're gonna we're <laughs> all gonna have bionic legs in a couple of years anyway.
0: Yeah, we're gonna be a, true. We're gonna be happy to die anyway.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> we're all gonna get some type of mechanical thing put in us at some point in the near future. So why not get a head start?
0: Yeah.
1: I Get, so grow, nice. grow a couple inches as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just chop them both off. Yeah, why
1: not? <laughs> Doc, I want to be 6'5". Thank you very much. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm, I'm losing a leg, I think. If I have to, if I got a gun to my head,
0: yeah.
1: I think I'm losing a leg. I need my hands.
0: Be, I need my hands. More, it'd be more like a machete to the leg, not a gun to the head. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, what What would you lose? a leg josh
0: i'd take josh? the arm i'd let i'd let one of my arms go i'd take an oh, arm man too. my left really it's pre- pretty much useless anyway <laughs> i take i wouldn't i'd i think i'd be okay left-handed so if it was my right arm i'd be okay but uh i don't know i just feel like it'd be easier to adjust without
1: but like, what about what about squatting lifting what about the all yeah. the gym work pull-ups yeah you're fucked yeah, lift- now
0: Lifting would be a lot different. It would be a lot different. Yeah, man.
1: I was listening to, um, it was a podcast or something about, um, uh, he's like a movement coach and he, um, he dealt with a lot of, uh, servicemen, returned servicemen that had, had arms or lost limbs or lost legs and stuff like that. And he was, Mm -hmm. he was, uh, designing attachments to help them lift to help them squat and he said that once once he figured out that for those for those particular people they increase like their obviously their happiness their well-being and everything like that so i mean even if i lose a limb i'm still going to be able to lift i'm still probably going to be able to squat Mm -hmm. somehow
0: Yeah, yeah yeah you'd find a way
1: Get there somehow. Just sure. have sure. Josh, Josh, Josh spot me with one arm.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> hey, yeah I, that? I got you. you right, three, hand? two,
1: one. Lifted. <laughs>
0: did you guys ever get a workout together in when you uh, lived in Hong Kong, Josh?
1: Yeah, we did two. Yep, we yeah. did. Yep. We did late night legs. And We had some Metallica and everything banging on the speaker.
0: Yep,
1: and I remember. He
0: yeah, I I was telling Austin the other day about how like strong your legs are, and I think I was like trying to figure out like why your legs are so strong. But it's like okay, you're always on your feet, and then you had reconstructive knee surgery, so you probably worked your ass off.
1: Oh yeah, so, did you, you know. tell Austin about the knee?
0: I don't know if I have before or not. No, I don't
1: yeah, know I had it. my whole, I had my whole knee, pretty old not all full. I had ACL, LCL. MCL, yeah. Plus, my meniscus, because um, playing ball, and I felt like I had bunnies in the legs that day, and picked a pass off, and went down, laid it up, and did a little a slap on the backboard, and was like, "Ooh, feeling good." Mind you, I had been on, I had been out two or three nights in a row prior and maybe had like eight hours of sleep for the last four days, four days. And then, uh, again, picked the pass off again. No one around me was running down. Like, this is it. This is, I'm going to try and do it planted. I didn't even get off the ground. Went face first into the, into head first, straight into the basketball court. Um, got up, tried to walk it off. I'm like, well, it doesn't feel too good. Then tried, got back into the game, and went to, I caught the ball, and then I went to like take a a, a neg- like a, a a a first step. Just nothing happened, and I'm like, oh, this isn't good. Oh. Yeah, had com- had a complete, pretty much a complete knee reconstruction.
0: Jeez, you tore everything.
1: Then, you told yeah, every dude. Lig- lig- the then meniscus just good. went, just sprayed oh. open, and. um, um. Then the the work, yeah, like I mean, the work to get back into, even be able to play, was intense. How I I I never wish that on my worst enemy.
0: <laughs> How long did it take you? About like from when it happened to,
1: uh,
0: when you could finally play and like lift again. How long did it take?
1: Well, I was, uh, I did it in December. I had surgery in January, and. I was walking the next day, not very well, Yeah, not very well. Um, and then I was on a bike maybe a month later or three weeks later. And then I was just doing like a basic squat, like body weight squats and stuff like that for maybe the first three, four weeks. Okay. And then, and then uh, slowly progressing from there, but a lot of, like, small, small progressions. Like, before I was, before I did it, I was lifting and squatting pretty heavy. Like, like pretty heavy. What's pretty oh, heavy
0: for you? Yeah, what's, what's pretty heavy? <laughs> That's what I was going
1: uh, Well, one single rep was, like, 190 deadlift, 190 you, kg deadlift. Yeah, you're
0: talking kilograms, so. About yeah. 300 and like 30, 40 pounds. It'd be like R315 pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Um, that's, that's pretty damn good. back
1: squat. Back squat was like about 140 kg, 130 kg. Nice. But I could probably rep that out. Maybe two or three, four reps. And then just... All the, all the, yeah. So all of that and getting back into it took. Did
0: you say you could pull? You could pull 190 kg.
1: Yeah, deadlift.
0: 190 kg is 418. Oh yeah, that's. It took me
1: a while, dude. There's a video. There's a video of me on Instagram. I think it's 180 kgs. And then it took me like three months to get that extra (laughs) ten. It took a long time.
0: Oh, it takes forever. To move up. was that when you had like a, a trainer and shit
1: no 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 no. that was uh just you met tony right yep. mm-hmm. so him and i used to do deadlifts uh saturday mornings we'd do like at one point it was like let's do 100 hundred hundred reps of like 110 kgs and i'm like this is fucking dumb Jeez. this is stupid <laughs> so yeah um it took me Maybe, yeah, it took a while to get to one ninety that that ten kg progression was forever,
2: <laughs> but
1: to get back to lifting heavy and doing like dynamic stuff was about nine months
0: nine months that's pretty good from for a full knee replacement pretty much
1: yeah, and but I mean, it wasn't but to play and have confidence and to even even now, I still have a little bit of like hesitation
0: it's in in the back of your back of your mind still
1: yeah like even that but you still get a little bit of pain here and there especially if you're if you push it pretty hard but i mean it took maybe a year and a half to be in a good spot basketball wise and to be to to be like i i'm i'm kind of back i'm able to take what most of what i could do yeah and with the gyms likewise like it took i mean i had a great surgeon um i had a great physio and then saw a bunch of uh like an osteo and i did i did a lot of work it was like every single day i was in the gym i would do nine hours of physio a week for the first six months um so i put a lot of time in so that's probably yeah, that's why the leg is yeah. strong
0: yeah yeah it sounds like it.
1: Barefoot oh. shoes as well. Rocking the barefoot shoes night and day. The not toe, those five not toe? those fi- no, not those five finger ones. Um they're vivo barefoot. Oh yeah So they're yeah. kinda like uh I've seen decent those. looking decent looking shoes. So I'll wear them night and day, at work, out of work, everywhere.
0: You vouch right for now them you do? Yeah, man okay these are the ones you were, you got right before we left
1: mm-hmm. but just trying to wear like zero drop shoes as well before after after that
0: you want to know how i know you're getting old why you <laughs> got to wear those shoes to make it through a day you can't rock the air force ones anymore <laughs> I'm them
1: just because I want my feet to be strong.
0: Yeah. Oh. Okay. You're trying to build up the ankle strength and. Yeah, because so you smart. keep
1: giving me shit about strapping my ankles, so. Yeah. Yeah. So then now I'm like, well, fuck you, Josh. I'm <laughs> and plus tell <laughs> it you what, tell you what, bowling without strapped ankles. Oh my god, it's so feels nice. Great. It feels, feels amazing. Like you can actually, move. That's tell me about should, it. Yeah. yeah, I mean. Dude, I've had, sur- I've had like minor surgeries on my ankles and I've had th- that many like fucked ankles from balling and not taking the time off to let it heal properly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I, th- I just kept strapping and strapping them and then this guy over here kept giving me shit for it.
0: Well, it does make your ankles a little weaker because they rely on that. Not yeah, that right. Tech- so if you just get used to playing without the straps, like your ankles will naturally get stronger yeah but there's like you gotta definitely be careful there's like yeah. you gotta rest yeah. take care of it it's like once it gets once it starts to heal just building that strength back up and doing things that actually help strengthen it like focusing on it a little bit in the weight room or like doing that like wearing shoes that are like gonna going to build ankle support that's mm-hmm. what I told him like I started wearing lows I like wearing lows because they're so light you feel like you mm-hmm. move really quick the ankle support isn't there but I'm pretty confident in my ankle strength so even if i do roll it i'm like if it gets real if it's really bad i break it anyways i mean it's better a soccer players. break's supposed to be better soccer yeah. players are always wearing the lows like they have for mm-hmm. a long time now and they move laterally and in every like they're probably more susceptible to ankle injuries than a, a basketball especially with anymore. the studs in their feet
1: yeah with yeah. the cleats for sure
0: yeah. yeah so going lows is not yeah. a bad idea no, uh, i'm a low fan I, uh, uh, same i wore kobe's throughout high school uh for basketball so I was This man playing. is the biggest kobe fan. Him he and uh, uh Diana are really big kobe fans. Hell yeah. Pretty,
1: pretty big. I used to hate the man. I hated him so much <laughs> cuz he he we uh he destroyed my the 76ers when I, ai was on there and took them took them to those pieces. It, I hated him for it. <laughs> Dude, i love we to all hate did. him we I, all did <laughs> i love to hate him and then it just turned into damn it's yeah, just, he's respect he's too yeah. good respect he's too good to hate yeah yeah
0: that's we uh we felt that as pistons fans when we were playing yes. kobe and back in the finals and yeah.
1: You, yeah. well you can't see it here but on the on the wall we've got some of our art we um the minute you walk in we've got this Kobe Kobe painting. I sh- I don't know how to take the camera off and show you guys, but yeah, we've got this Kobe <laughs> painting set up as soon as you walk in the door.
0: Oh, that's cool. That was a gift that was a gift you got Diana, wasn't it?
1: Uh that one was the, the gift. Oh that was the gift. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. This now. was one that we uh we were both like, we need this.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah, Kobe's yeah. so I got do Kobe shoes. I have some
0: good ones. He's got some heat what do you got? I had, do
1: you got? Uh, have you ever seen the Fade to Blacks? Uh
0: what what model like Kobe 8? Kobe
1: Kobe 9s. Nine?
0: 9s Fade to Blacks? Yeah, I have probably yeah.
1: seen them. Uh, uh the I got, Highs are, are lows. Yeah, highs highs. Highs. Uh I've worn them They're once. Cool. They're <laughs> the sexiest shoe ever. You keep so, on Oh hell yeah. Keep them in their little dust bag. Uh, dude I love the Kobe nines so I got had a bunch of Kobe nines a couple of quick strike uh, drops from the Kobe nines um, but I think the Kobe eight the system eights like I got maybe six pairs of the system eights back in Ooh. Australia.
0: yeah those are dope
1: but like the, the they had they dropped the camouflage so they had the the urban the yellow the the normal the normal camo. Man, the System Eights were probably the my definitely out there with the favorite shoe.
0: Yeah, I played the Bruce uh, Lees. Ooh, ooh! You're talking my my language. You know the uh, I had Kobe Eight Philippines. That's what. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I had a pair of those. They're ruined, no, but I keep them in my box in the box now just because. R.I.P. Kobe. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, just look at them, right? (laughs) people still pay a ton of cash for that?
0: yeah they will they'll pay they'll pay i mean you might not you're not going to get like thousands of dollars but you might get like a hundred bucks for just dusty ass pair yeah, of kobe's yeah. <laughs> some beaten
1: him. up kobe's yeah. man people pay through their te- teeth through that stuff right now oh yeah but i'm just trying to think i don't have that many shoes here in in uh hong kong but i he's
0: hoping his he's hoping his mom didn't sell off his collection at home in australia <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I know that
1: she gave a bunch of them away. Um, but I think I had uh, it's kind of hard to tell I had a I had a cupboard at, in our apartment back home that was probably like it was fucking big. It was f- I can't even give you a measurement. it was just fucking <laughs> big. and uh, it was from the floor to ceiling and five or six shelves, and that was full of shoes. So I probably had like yeah. maybe, maybe a hundred and something pairs.
0: Wow, yeah, you you outdo me, yeah, and Josh, yeah. by a lot. We feel like we have. Too oh many. yeah,
1: <laughs> dude, I was like, I they knew me by name in all the Nike stores. <laughs> I'd roll in and they'd be like, I'm like, I give him a look like, you got anything in the back? And they're like, come, come, come. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's up, James? I'm like, yeah. Then we had like the Footlocker's. Everyone they knew me by name there. I'd be on eBay looking for. Looking for kicks, Hell yeah. before goat and
0: sneakerhead over here. What got you into that? What What made you a sneakerhead? I guess
1: I can't even tell you what happened it or just how happened. it happened. It just happened. Like, um, I have no idea. It's it just happened. Man. I think so. it is. It's just like, oh, you can see the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> the, um, I think you know just growing up listening to music nally yeah. air force ones yeah. it started with air force ones it started with air for- <laughs> i had a good collection of air force ones i used to um collect a bunch of air force ones
0: those are popular now again they've gotten in spurts but they're really popular again i feel
1: yeah but I, the ones that i've seen in hong kong they just don't they don't do it for me yeah. how they're- about those
0: ones i had did you like those ones the
1: oh uh, yeah no they were the white, which, and white ones yeah they were nice Colin Kaepernick's that's right yeah I know There's,
0: everybody has the most basic like the, you know the, the Asians love like top of the line and like the weird colors and stuff sometimes and
1: but like that you
0: see every shoe but it's just like you're also gonna see some just craziness
1: and like a lot of the ones that you see here are all like like the off white, so they have that off white yes. tag attached to them, and they do a bunch of ranges like that. And it's like, man, I just want, I just want nice kicks. I don't want shit hanging off my shoes. <laughs> you don't need the I, designer designer logo nah. hanging off. But I want stuff like, uh there's this graffiti artist called Futura who used to do drops with Nike. I don't know if he still oh. does them anymore. Yeah, but I've uh, seen he used those. to, he used to do them, and I'd hunt for those i'd hunt those down yeah they, that's they were what like, i'm
0: more into now is like trying so, to find like artists that they work with or yeah like yeah. try and find something unique in that way because like all the other mainstream is like crazy it's crazy resell and it's just like i'm trying to find a different little market like something like that something where you're supporting an artist and a brand like mm. you're supporting a brand but you're also it's this artist is probably getting some money for it too. So, well, they're usually more limited releases too. So, if you're yeah. kind of in the side of maybe I want to resell one day, like those are going to be worth more too. Yeah, there's not yeah. there's not a hundred pairs of them. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I remember there's a, a a Nike Lab in Causeway Bay near where I am. Sorry, oof, that beer's coming back up. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a Nike Lab that. Has uh, all the all the um, the drops the the raffles, mm-hmm. so you've got to line up to get in. I, I did it to try and get um, to to try and get a pair of Kobe's. I can't remember what pair it was though. I think they were like Kobe nines or tens. Well, it was tens. Um, I don't remember what they were exactly, but lined up. Just to get a raffle ticket that I had to pay for, and then, you know, you pay for like hundred Hong Kong or two hundred Hong Kong for this raffle ticket, and then just for the chance to to buy a shoe. Yeah, like, yeah
0: just to spend a bunch more money. Yeah, it's like
1: it's crazy. It's crazy. The shit people do for the shoes, oh man. <laughs> oh, I know. I paid someone to stay in line for me as well.
0: <laughs> for what? For what shoe?
1: Uh, it was the it was the Kobe's. I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what they were. That's I'm funny. trying to remember. I just I don't even remember. And I uh, know there was another one that I was I was thinking of paying someone to stay in line for me because it was uh, some high top Air Force ones that were coming out, and they were only limited to this uh, Nike lab. Okay. They were like some type of red raw leather or something like that with a gum sole. They look fucking fly. They were dope, and I'm like, I need them in my, I need them in my closet. But I'm like, am I? Do I really want to spend this much money? I just had to. It was one of those moments where I'm like, all right, you're getting Take out of control. You got, to, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I Had to pinch myself and just like, all right, stop.
0: That's how I had yeah. to get with shoes. But I was like, also, when I was like in my sneakerhead, I would say glory or like when I was into it the most was the heyday, I was like. I was like 8th grade, ninth grade and I was probably, Jeez. you know, I was spending like all the money I made fucking <laughs> uh, lawn mowing, mowing grass and weed whacking and all that shit. I was spending all that money on shoes. So it's like I Austin's
1: mowing money. the same lawn twice over here. <laughs>
0: yeah. Our parents used to just shake their heads and get
1: so mad at us. Oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah, mom didn't like it one bit. when I, Especially <laughs> when I, so I moved over, when I moved to Hong Kong, my mom had to come and help me pack up my apartment and she put all the stuff in storage and I come I came home late because I had a doctor's appointment or something (laughs) and she was just like I'm not touching your fucking shoes you can pack them up yourself (laughs) she packed up everything else she's like "No, it's where I draw the line you got too many fucking shoes pack them up yourself (laughs) and then she had to put them in storage and then she started giving them away so yeah. yeah Hopefully, there's still some there when I come back. <laughs> there's gonna be like nothing left. Yeah, just just empty boxes.
0: <laughs> so, uh, so James, other than obviously your your shoes and your mom, who have you, you said you haven't seen in like what four years? Um, yeah, close to. Yeah, that's crazy. What What do you miss most about Australia?
1: The lifestyle, man. Okay. Give I can
0: give me a little background. Give me a little. I don't know. You know, I've never been out of country other than Mexico or Canada, so. Yeah, so
1: it's, so Hong Kong being a big city is, uh, you're on top of everyone, you're, you know that no one gives a shit about you, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of cool, but at the same time, I'm sure Josh has said something similar to this to you like this to you before, like mm-hmm. you you go unnoticed but it's also a good feeling to have as well. Man, it's so fast in Hong Kong. Whereas Australia you're like um it's it's a step slower and people are more friendlier. A lot more friendlier. Like uh you walk into a store and they will smile at you. Something as yeah. simple as that
0: mm-hmm. is
1: is a massive difference. And I mean, the working days are completely different as well. Well, not, oh, no, not completely different, but you know, in Australia, uh, retail might shut down Monday through Wednesday at six, eight o'clock at night. Whereas retail goes 10 till 12 o'clock every night, almost in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And, is for F and B. There's nothing like Hong Kong for F and B for my industry in particular. So I do appreciate what I got here, but back home there's a little bit more, uh, maybe a bit more community about it. Like you're not always trying to one up each other in the sense that you are here. Mm-hmm. Like, um, just the whole it's not so much about the bottom dollar. I mean, you still have to, you still have to make your money. You still have to make a living and you still got to have a good P&L for your restaurant or for your company or whatever it is, but it's, it it's not as uh, driven or like beaten into as what it is here. Yeah. So, yeah, so it sounds like th-
0: uh you missed kind of that, that at home, like, we would call it Southern hospitality feeling (laughs) in the States. Yeah,
1: I guess. I mean, just people are like, it's, it's just, I I don't really know how to explain it because I never really had to, but (laughs) it's just a sense of like, you're not, you're not taking someone's time because I mean, if you go, Josh could probably attest to this. You go into a, a shop, they make the, the you're there to spend money and to buy a product from them, but the people that run that shop make you feel like you're doing them a disservice. It's like motherfucker, I'm paying your your wage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But <laughs> whereas back home, you don't get that. Like they 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 actually welcome you into the shop or they welcome you into the restaurant or they give you, you know, they, they just give you that. Southern hospitality, I guess. I've never been <laughs> to the southern states, so. Um, you ha- you have, you have been to the probably states get it, though. But- no, I haven't. Get
0: that in St. Louis.
1: Okay. I haven't, man. I-, I, I'm desperate to come. You should. Desperate you should. to come. You'd fit in well. D D's, uh family are in St. Louis. Okay. So, uh I'm hoping we can. Well, I think Dee's trying to get back there soon. I'm hoping I can try and get there around the same time if I can swing it, but I'm not sure if I can with quarantine coming back. Yeah. Um, But yeah, man, never been. That's my mum's been, and she goes, she would go with her partner almost every year because her son. uh, So my mum's partner's son lives in uh, Toronto, okay. So they go visit him every year. And they would just come down into the States and do a little tour. And she's like, You'd love the States. New York, yeah, yeah. you have to go. She's like, you, you belong. I think you would too. You, you, you'd belong yeah. over there. So I'm like, All right, Mom. I'll get there eventually. <laughs> yeah. Not just to see an NBA game as well, but just to yeah. do everything.
0: I think you'd be too cold in New York City. Yeah, yeah that's one thing I hate the cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Australia doesn't really get that cold, does it?
1: Not really. I mean, oh man, okay. That's one thing that I do miss is the weather. The weather in Australia is it's 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 beautiful.
0: Yeah, like year round. Winter
1: sucks. No, nah, year round.
0: As hot as balls, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is, but it's not like this. Not like you know, Hong Kong, you know, either. it's not like Hong Kong. It's you dry. know. Yeah, it's dry. It's not like you're walking through a wall of water. Yeah. yeah. It's um it's it's dry. You know, don't go out in the sun between 11 and 2. And then after that you're good. Otherwise you're just going to you can literally feel your skin burning.
0: Oh yeah. You guys are <laughs> closer to the equator in Australia. Uh
1: dude, yeah, when I was little, I used to tan and go like jet black pretty much. And then it's supposedly you lose your melanin over time anyway. Yeah. And yeah. I was in kitchen, so I got pretty white. Right. But...
0: Inside all day in the, when yeah. it's sunny out and being Turn, out at night.
1: Turned ghostly white.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Are <laughs> you still a night owl, James?
1: Yeah. I'm still kind of trying to not be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how I can... Dean and I made us pack that we need to start waking up earlier because she's been sleeping in a lot from uh, pregnancy woes.
2: <laughs>
1: and she's normally up way before I am. Like I sleep to like, till I really, till 20, 30 minutes before I need to go to work. then I get out of bed, hit the shower, <laughs> brush the teeth, get out within 30 minutes and then get to work, right? So,
2: yeah. but now
1: I'm like, I start, you're gonna have to start getting up early. I'm gonna start oh, getting up man. earlier gonna have to Train start, going, start going to bed earlier start doing all of that but my whole thing like for what 16 18 years it's work through till 12 Chef's 1 on. a.m hit hit a bar or just have like a, a drink knockoff drink with the boys or the kitchen crew yeah and then uh, and then come home and sleep chill out sleep wash rinse repeat <laughs> yes yeah, sir and then throw some ball in there as well yeah but yeah. now it's like i got obligations now
0: <laughs> you're gonna be dude you're gonna be walking the dogs you're gonna be getting your ass up in the middle of the night dude
1: walking the dogs
0: it's, i'm always excited when my friends become parents because you see like they have to switch to a whole nother gear that you didn't know was in yeah you know yeah
2: Oh,
1: man, I already feel like I do a lot. I already <laughs> feel like I don't get enough sleep. I know I'm yeah. not going to get enough sleep now. Yeah. Like, us and our dogs wake us up at, like, <sighs> anywhere between 4 a.m. and 5 a.m. Oh. And they're persistent. <laughs> they don't stop. Like, like they'll up, just jump on. Yeah, it's like, let's go. We need to go. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah, 5 o'clock, generally, you take them out. And you come back, try and rest for a little bit, but yeah, that's gonna change. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. All right, here's a question for you, James. Mm. This is uh, when I asked you for a question. I also asked Alan for a question, uh, and he sent me a couple good ones back. Um, so it's a little more serious. So we'll see. We'll see how you answer this. If you if you feel comfortable or not. If you don't, it doesn't matter. We'll just cut it out. But what's been the biggest failure in the last year in your life and why do you think it happened and how do you how would you handle it in the future?
1: The biggest failure. Yeah. What's been the biggest failure
0: or an area that maybe you've really struggled in that you didn't expect to or
1: Um getting down on myself, I think because during like at yeah, work, at work, with, work during, with at work with covid with all of this happening with like the um i guess you, you yeah so. you dealing
0: with all the yeah so like for context so he's in charge of these restaurants and every week like the government would come out and like release an announcement saying like these are the new regulations like these are the new restrictions mm. and like then it'd be like every couple of weeks they do that and then so in the food and beverage industry, it is their livelihood that people are there and they're ma- they're making money, and it was always changing. And he's managing, trying to oversee like multiple restaurants with all these bullshit restrictions or different restrictions. Restrictions. So I could see, like I remember how stressed you were. So I'm not surprised that that's what you're gonna reference.
1: Yeah. So it's but it's it's that, and it's also like you've got to be. I think I have close to. I personally manage maybe forty people, forty-five people around it, give or take. And I can't let them see me be broken, or or like you've got to always have this. You've always got to have this solid, this solid face, this strong face. You've just got to keep on showing, like, yo, we're fine. We're gonna keep running the course you know, we can get through this and you just got to keep being strong for them. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of how much effort that takes. Mm -hmm. And especially like Josh knows I've had, I mean, I've I've dealt with a lot of like um, mental health issues and all that. And that kind of exacerbates it. Yeah. And it, it makes you feel really, alone because i mean especially when i and for me like i said getting down on myself about it and knowing and and thinking that i'm not doing enough
0: do you ever um, feel like do you ever feel like when you when you're in that moment like do you get angry at yourself just like because you're feeling down and then it makes you even worse yeah Does that ever happen
1: yeah, for sure. So, like, like pissed you-? off that yeah. you're
0: pissed off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You And it's
1: like, but, and it's also like you get angry at yourself because uh, you've got a wonderful girlfriend with you, a wonderful mm-hmm. partner with you, but they don't really know how the industry works or everything that you're going through. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to tell, you don't really want to, you feel like you might burden them yeah. with the information mm-hmm. or it's like a lot to put on them but then you're like no that's what they're there for to talk to them but then you get angry at yourself because you haven't said anything and then you start (laughs) getting down. it's just like this snowball effect and you're just like come on man slap yourself in the face just talk so it's that would have to be the biggest thing like the the first three months was fine Mm -hmm. two months was fine but then it kept going, and then you have to start giving these guys, like, hey guys, sorry, but we're going to have to cut your salary, or yeah. sorry guys, I need you to work this many days now, but you're not going to get paid for all of them, or, and stuff like that, so that was, I guess that, for me, was where I think, I didn't fail in doing that part of it, I failed in letting it get to me, and yeah. making me get down on myself, and which is understandable though.
0: That's a that's a tough yeah. spot to be in. Like when you're a manager or when you're the boss of, of other people, you're a regular ass person just like they are, but they they rely on you for a lot and then when you mm-hmm. have to do something like you said, like cut their salary or cut their hours, that's gotta feel really shitty and there's really nothing you can do about it. So it's just like one of those things that you you can't let go because you don't you just you just don't know how to kind of cope with it. It's, it's a different one. Like I've never been in that position personally, so I could only imagine the toll on like mental health. Like uh, that, that would have, that's, that's a lot to take for, for one person.
1: Yeah. It's, it, it, I mean, I, I know Josh would have probably seen it. I kept, I try and hide it as much as I can. I'm just like, nah, I'm cool. Gravy. But a couple of drinks here and there. And then, might unwind a little bit yeah (laughs) for sure
0: yeah what would you say like so because that's how i feel a lot of the times too is it's like i know i just need to talk about it and i'm just angry and i've gone over it in my own head like a thousand times and i just need to say something you lose sleep over it but yeah but you just you can't for some reason you can't just get it out so like what's a what's like a strategy or something that you use to try to like get better at that because i know like you're always trying to improve and that's something i appreciate about you is like you you and d are just like always pushing yourselves like the same that becky is and like i feel like all of our friends that we hung out with were like that same way just kind of like pushing each other like not really yeah like vocally but just like by the example that everybody's just like busting yeah, just their like balls, setting you that know? example
1: right Mm-hmm. I guess it's like just I, I don't keep a journal. I have a book that I try and set, uh like I put my daily tasks in.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So then if I've written it down, I'm accountable for it. Mm-hmm. So then I started adding like small little things like, like, um, like talk more, or just like a a, a one liner, or a, a, a just a, a dot point, so that I'd written it down. So now I'm accountable for it because I have to cross that box. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I started to do, uh, just to kind of help me get better with talking, especially with Dee, because yeah. she'll she'll be the, the first one to say that bit of a closed box when it comes to that type of stuff. Yeah. But trying to get better at it just by doing that, I think for me, like that, that seems to work for me.
0: Yeah. I like that. I feel like, I feel like that's something you've talked about Austin too, is just like writing things down. It kind of keeps your, yourself a little bit more accountable. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Like this week I wrote down in my planner, like I usually go on like a Sunday or Monday. I write like my whole week out of what I know I have to do so far. And I tried to, this week I was writing in like what I wanted to post and like, I missed a post. It was like yesterday or the day before. And like, I, I like James said, like you hold yourself accountable more. And I felt really kind of guilty about not doing it. And like something as small as that. So that's why writing, writing things down is good. Cause it's, it's almost like, Hey, you motherfucker, you told yourself you're going to do this. Today. Right. Like, you're yeah. And, Like I gotta, I gotta get better at that. I think that's something like a lot of people could probably uh, agree with. You don't get to everything that you possibly want to sometimes, but, um, you know, having a priority list and and writing things down is a really, a really beneficial way to kind of get more things done than you would.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dude, I didn't really start doing that until like maybe four months, five months ago. I mean, and this is the crazy thing. Like, I don't know if you guys keep a gym book or like a a journal for your gym and what lifts you've done and how heavy you've done it or a record of what you're doing. But I I mean, I've got a a program and it keeps tally of everything that I'm doing. I'm like, well, I do it for my gym. Why can't I just do it for everything else?
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's Uh, it's, it's a cool way to gauge your progress, too.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, something sure. I
0: wish I feel I feel like while I was in Hong Kong I did that less when I when I was living stateside before I always had my workouts written down. I usually would just write them down and take a picture of them on my phone. So then it was like, oh, I could I, I and I sometimes still come across them like at home like a workout that I've I've written and I'm like, "Damn, I was busting my ass a lot harder then." Like <laughs> I need to get my ass going again just like and I but I had that to reflect on. It's like I'm I'm thinking about like how I don't want to go to the gym to do a workout for like 45 minutes but that day I probably worked out for like 2 hours you know <laughs> I don't want 2 hours anymore there, huh? I don't want I don't want 2 hours anymore but I want you know to push myself like this again yeah yeah I, I feel
2: that,
0: that. But, yeah uh would you what would you say being a chef because honestly meeting you is like the first, like becoming friends with you is the first chef friend that I really ever made. Like I've been friends with obviously like cooks, like line pretty much. Like I feel like where we grew up, it's pretty simple to be a chef, yep. you know, like living at the, like the, just the restaurants that are around there. know I'm not saying that job is easy, but in comparison to like the techniques, like, I don't know. I don't want to say real chefs, but <laughs> like <laughs> kind of like real, chef, real chefs have to do but like um what do you really love about being a chef what's something that you really look forward to every day or something that you're really passionate about in that industry I because think, i feel like i feel like chefs are just it's a unique setting so uh
1: knowing that not a lot of people can do it and i bet you that's some a some similar answer that cory would give you as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's 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 hard It's hard work, man. Like, knowing that not a lot of people can do it. And, like, we see, I see people come and go, like, all the time. All the time. (laughs) And it's different, it is different in Hong Kong than it is in Australia, mainly because you generally can't just wake up one morning and be like, hey, I want to cook so i'm going to go from my construction job and all of a sudden i'm cooking now you mm-hmm. kind of need to have some type of background but even then in australia i've seen a- hundreds of people come and go in the restaurants i've worked in yeah cuz it takes a certain type of mentality to be able to stand it put up with it like i grew up i came up <laughs> in a in a era of cooking when it was fine to get beaten up in the kitchen. I do, I've seen I've seen my head chef stop service, take a line cook out of the restaurant into the back alleyway, have a fight with him, break his nose. They,
2: oh my god.
1: They came back into the restaurant and he started cooking again and the chef started running the service again. <laughs> I, I've seen oh, some wow. crazy shit. Yeah, that's. Like nuts. I've, um, I've had a, I've had a chef stand over me and be like, oh, for close to four hours straight, throwing one in four or five dishes out that I put up. There's nothing wrong with it, but he, I put up something ten seconds early than what it should have. So when I mean put it up, I put it on the pass for them to send it out yeah so i put it up 10 seconds early than what i should have so for the rest of the service for like three or four hours he stood over me and threw all one in four dishes out told me i should go and do something constructive and kill myself um and just just drill me put me to the point where i almost cried like i was starting to tear up a little bit (laughs) Damn. and
0: that's why you had that tough exterior. You know, James has like this tough outer shell, but then once you crack it, like everybody loves James because he's a really thoughtful person. Yeah. But when you're working with someone like that, damn, that'll harden you up real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah but just a, the,
1: crazy thing, the crazy thing was, man, He after that service, he clapped me on the back and he's just like, good job, let's go have a beer. Here I am, like shaking like a little kid in the corner. It's like, oh, where's my dummy? <laughs> 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 and I'm like uh, uh, what but yeah like just crazy crazy stuff like that so not you can't obviously you can't do that now but knowing that yeah. knowing that that's what I've been through I know that I can do this job and not a lot of other people can do it
0: damn straight <laughs> I agree
2: and, with
1: that. <laughs> and I guess that's 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 it that's it. I'm yeah. sure Corey would probably give you a similar answer. Sorry, Corey's yeah. one of like my closest, closest, other than Josh, he'd probably be the closest friend in Hong Kong.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've heard stories. He's a he's a funny ass dude. I love when <laughs> Corey and I get together because big ounce. Just, we yeah, big ounce. We just get going at James and <laughs> he'll get going at me. It's like everybody can trade blows pretty well. Yeah, that's always a good a yeah. good time yeah. when people can take and give and take.
1: Yeah. Give give Corey a little bit of that grandpa's cough medicine, and off he goes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much.
1: Oh man, Austin, uh, did you have
0: anything? Did you have anything else you want to ask, Austin? Um, the only other question I had, James, uh, what do you feel like? Um, your greatest accomplishment in life has been.
1: Fourth, Jesus. <laughs> yeah bringing bringing them real hitters
0: yeah, the real ones i gotta i got a good one after this we'll lighten it up that's a good question though i'm interested to hear
1: my greatest accomplishment moving mm. well i'm about to be a daddy so i think that's gonna be, yeah. that's gonna be out there
0: that'll that'll <laughs> take the cake
1: but yeah. i guess prior to that it would have been it, it probably would have been Dropping everything and coming to Hong Kong. Like
0: yeah.
1: I didn't know anyone. I had no one over here. And the person that I did know was only going to be here for three days. Uh, Cause I was uh, my old head chef. I was replacing him in the restaurant that I got brought over to run. It was, we only had a three day handover of the of jobs and on what the requirement was. So I got to spend three days with him and knowing that it was just three days. Then I was by myself, had no friends, no one, no connections. Didn't know anybody came over here and then, man, I've made a pretty good career over here. I've managed to open up a really successful restaurant in Maison Le and get, and get some critical acclaim for it, win a couple of awards. Um, man be in magazines and get some clips and all that type of stuff so
0: that's fucking dope i
1: think man. coming over here with like dude i had maybe a thousand australian bucks to last me a month jeez but you just you
0: just went <laughs> for it huh? You risk you took that big risk yeah and it paid off huh? and
1: not and and knowing that you know, it might not work out, but I'll give it a crack. Yeah. Why not? Rule number go. one in life, back yourself.
0: <laughs> yep. I like R- that rule. Definitely.
1: That's right. R- rule number two is don't be shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's amazing. Oh, yeah. That was a good oh, answer, James. shit. That's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's something you could definitely be proud of. Definitely. Try to. What uh? Would you have? Would you have, Josh? Oh, I was gonna ask him because he's he also loves to collect jerseys. As you can see, I thought it was perfect. D was wearing a jersey when the camera turned on. I was like, Oh yeah! Oh <laughs> hell yeah! Was that? A, he's got a lot of jerseys. Was that a Irving? Um, a Julius Irving
1: jersey? Yeah, yeah. I I can yeah. Throwback. Yeah, that is. Throwback. I had that thing for a long time as well. I chased that one down on eBay. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, that one's cold. <laughs> That's a cool that's a cool jersey. What's your favorite? Like, what are some of your like top favorite jerseys that you have? Something I mm. like, but right before you answer this, something I like uh that he does is he buys James buys jerseys and then when he plays he hoops in them. And it's like in Hong Kong, that's like a totally cool thing to do. I feel like in America, nobody does that. No. But it's like that's a cool ass way to wear a jersey that you bought. It's like hoop in it. I'm gonna go out and wear no it. No one does that? No, not not
1: a lot. For real? No. Dude, oh. with a park where, so I, m- my basketball upbringing was on a, on playing street ball. Yeah. I, um. so a little bit of background for that is like, it's, it's the best park to go to. It's been rated the best park to go to for street ball in all of Australia. Um, you have M1 crash the court. You have NBA players come down. You have college to everyone from Div 3 to Div 1 come down on the summer holidays. I mean, it's been some insane talent come down there and and play against and hoop against and watch and everything like that. We Mm -hmm. have a massive tournament called Paran Summer Jam. So uh, that's a five on five with like a $10,000 prize payout. So we hoop in that every summer. Um, But that's like, everyone would try and outdo each other by having the best Jersey or, yeah. you know, the, 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 best throwback or something like that. So yeah. we were a cool little community, something like far better talent than what we would have had at Blake far better yeah. talent. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was just like that community of, of b-ball heads where you had, Old school with new school, and that would just be like, "You would try and get some respect by rocking up with a dope jersey."
0: Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, I, I love mean, that. And, and I everyone love the big and, and that, one that
1: you have. Oh man, that's that's my the, that's probably the
0: Brooklyn Nuts jersey. Yeah, the Biggie edition, with Biggie
1: on the back. That's probably mm-hmm. the favorite. That or I went into an auction to get a um <laughs> the Magic Johnson jersey that, <laughs> that you guys all give me shit for is like yeah the one that's like triple (laughs) xl yeah i went into this uh uh raffle to win a uh lakers um pack uh from this basketball they sell shoe it was like a a a small shop called kicks 101 Mm -hmm. and they they sold jerseys all everything basketball like you could want cards uh shoes that do screenings of games Just went into a, a raffle for this and i got a uh magic johnson uh adidas twill like warm-up uh jacket and it had all like embroidered stuff about his um first playoff appearance where he played like all five positions and everything and um that's cool. And I got this jersey, and the jersey was like double or triple XL. <laughs> it's gigantic. <laughs> it's, it's like it could, I could fit three of me inside of it. But I guess it's that just because it's Magic Johnson, and uh, or the or the the Biggie jersey.
0: Okay. Yeah. You got a? Do you got a throwback Vince Carter Raptors jersey in that collection?
1: No, I don't. Ooh. My I, so me and me and my old housemate. He's got far more jerseys than I have. Uh, we didn't know we were bidding on the same throwback Vince Carter jersey on eBay, and we were going back and forth. and And then it got to a point where I'm like, "This motherfucker, who the fuck is this guy?" And he comes, he pops his head in, he's like, "That's me," and then just like, just completely raises the bid to a ridiculous amount. I'm like, "All right, fuck it, you can have the jersey."
2: <laughs> That's funny. But,
1: uh, no, I've got
2: That's some. Great. I got. I got. I
1: got. I got to do it again. Half the stuff's still at home. So yeah, this is just yeah, a, a few funny. little things that I've I brought with me or I sore and can't live without.
0: Dude, it, I think I told you this after we moved back. It was like Christmas when I we got home and it was like you had all your clothes, all your shoes, <laughs> and it's like ah, I forgot about this. You I forgot showed me about the this. video. <laughs>
1: Yeah. you gave me the you showed me that video and you're just like boxes on boxes of kicks and everything you're just like oh man it's like christmas man i'm, I'm looking hopefully i got that feeling when i come home
0: <laughs> yeah it's not all boxed up and sold
1: yeah you guys <laughs> have any what what are what's what's in your closet austin what what's your favorite jersey
0: i don't i'm not a jersey buyer so i don't really even own jerseys but um I do have like my favorite piece in my closet is actually something from Hong Kong that Josh and Becky got me. It's a it's like a Fila racing jacket. It's pretty dope. Oh, yeah. 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 I'd say that's my favorite piece. (laughs) Would you get a jersey, though? Would I? Yeah. Yeah. I just I don't rock them. That's the thing. I don't. I don't know. It's like a don't really wear it. A frat boy thing to do. Yeah, I, year, so. I was
1: about to ask: Is that what they're associated with, like frat yeah. boys and?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like frat and sororities, like kind of took it over as like their thing to do. So it's always like, eh, I'm not gonna wear a jersey out. Nice. I'm not trying to, unless I'm going to a game. If I'm going to a game, it's totally different. But like just like on a Saturday afternoon, I feel like a frat boy if I'm <laughs> if I was wearing... <laughs> if I was out in a jersey, you know. I'd like to. Yeah. I'd like okay. To get a alternate sons. Uh, like a Booker jersey or something, or maybe a Mitchell Dude, jersey.
1: After I, I sent Josh's message. I hate Booker, I absolutely hate him. But now I'm starting <laughs> to love him.
0: <laughs> he is one of those guys. He's got that Kobe mentality, so it's it's hard to Does he really ever... hate him? because so, he's so good. I feel like if he starts, if he starts slashing to the basket like he he has in the playoffs, like with that kind of just. Reckless abandonment. He's gonna be a Kobe as player, but if he just kind of rely, just shoots, he'll just be like a Ray Allen type, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go either
1: Dude, way. you saw whatever. you saw him come off that high high pick uh mm-hmm. on the last game and just yak it on two occasions. Yeah, that was like, nice. He just needs that was to nice. Man, yeah. he just needs to get some a little bit more tougher. Like Beverly, he just needs to have like a, an audio clip of Beverly <laughs> in his ear, just yapping <laughs> yeah. away. Yeah.
0: I'm really happy for CP3, though. Yeah, I'm glad oh, it's dude. deep in the finals.
1: Who, so who you got out of Atlanta and uh, Milwaukee?
0: I had Milwaukee. I'd like to see Austin. Atlanta. I'd like to see Atlanta come out. I'd I rather balance. have Atlanta. I'd probably rather have it as well. but I think it would be a better series, it. too. But uh, You I reckon Trey's going to
1: come back for game six?
0: I think he's going to. I think he's going to. I think, he, I think it's since it's an elimination. Yeah, it's an elimination yeah. game. I think they really were just wanted it. They're like, man, you can sit this game. Even if we lose, we still got one more. Because he's obviously his ankles must be pretty uh, fucked up if he's not playing. So yeah. some more time to rest. But if Giannis comes back... you guys back, watch the game today? Yeah. What one? This one last night?
1: Giannis... Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry, last night. You would have watched yeah, last night at the... Game yeah. five. Yeah. You watched yeah. it?
0: Yeah, I watched yeah. a lot of it. Mm-hmm.
1: Lopez bowled out.
0: Yeah, he did. He was
1: like... <laughs> I didn't he know was, he could he dunk was... that much.
0: Well, he... Yeah, he's always standing around yeah, the Yeah, I was going to say, he finally was in the fucking paint for once. Yeah. Right? Well, well, wasn't typically, he? T- typically, because Giannis is there and Giannis takes up the paint, you don't want anybody down there getting in his way because he's already going to get a double team. So if you're there, mm. you give him an easy double team. Yeah. So it, yeah, especially with that spin. Yeah, yeah. They especially do.
1: with that spin, he's got.
0: They do send him out, but he's definitely a paint player. Like you saw, he just was dirty last night around the anything within five foot. It was in.
1: <sighs> yeah, it was. It was old. Uh, it was old Brook.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was, Which it was is fun. I think. I think the league will will is trying to kind of find that balance right now where. Like the game is way different than it was in 2000, mm. but it's going to be a lot different in the next couple of years. Is like these guys are all athletic, so a big man could, if it like a Zion, you know, he, like if he moves to like a guard position, like a shooting guard, he'll just dominate like Oof. guards in the post, you know? Yeah, be yeah. double teams every play. It yeah, will be.
1: That's gonna. That's that'd be scary. <laughs> yeah, that dude playing. Oh.
0: any position what do you what do you think about all the all the heat on your fellow uh australian brother ben simmons
1: oh man my little so my little nephew uh sent me some instagram messages he's like ben simmons absolute dickhead i'm like why he's like he's not playing for australia he's not playing in the olympics it's bullshit i'm like well he does need to get better. Is he <laughs> yeah. gonna get? Is he gonna get better playing in the Olympics, where he's not gonna get that much time to spend on a package, or is he gonna get better by you know putting in the work that he supposedly did the last offseason that didn't show? Mm-hmm. i like, <laughs> so we had a back and forth about that. He's 12 years old, and he's <laughs> he he yeah he was throwing some heat my way and throwing some shade, just like you don't you don't get it. Man, honestly, if you're getting paid $200 million, you need to show up. Yeah. yeah. You got to like, have some
0: confidence to shoot.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can't just be. Well, I think he played, what, two? One of the games he didn't even. He shot it once, didn't he? Like game five yeah, or game four? Yeah. I think he shot the ball once. It's like, come on, man. You're six, what, ten? Yeah. You're athletic, is how. Like get
0: to the who, who cares if you go over ten? Shoot it! Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah,
1: come on, put something up. Yeah. Law of averages, you're gonna make one of them. <laughs> yeah. like, even if you shoot like he does, like it's it's crazy. I mean, yeah. there's everyone and like I wouldn't say everyone, but a good majority of Australians hate him.
0: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's, a, there's a, lot a lot of hate. I feel I feel bad for him actually. I'm like he's not like, jeez, he's just doc what doc said and just kind of threw him under the bus i was like damn dude yeah i didn't think that's rough than free throws like he hasn't shot the last couple years so it was no surprise to me that he didn't want to shoot yeah and he's more of a defender any defender playmaker anyway so like
1: but i mean he can he he's 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 quick he can get to the bucket
0: yeah i know that's what he needs to do defend
1: but he didn't he he barely did that. Yeah, he won't even do only, that sometimes. Only in transition. And if there's not much in front of him, will he do it? Like, it's yeah. it's just fr- – I, I I watch the games, obviously, because he's Australian, and I still have some love for the for, for Philly. But, I mean, I was pulling my hair out. Mm. Dean and I were just going, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it, was cra- it was just infuriating to watch.
0: This, hey James. This gives me a good uh, question to end on here. Uh, who is your, who's currently your favorite player in the NBA? Currently, yeah. <sighs> oh, Sucking up Bron titties. Hey,
1: <laughs> I love the Bron. The Bron, as
0: you should. He's a goat. <laughs>
1: I mean, he is definitely one of the greatest ever play. Uh, I guess. I guess. I w- oh man! If you had have asked me a while ago, I probably would have said Kyrie. Just because I love his, I love his handles.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's.
1: Skilled. I love. Uh, he's just crazy skilled. Yeah. But I mean, uh, uh, right now, if I'm going to pick someone out of the out of the playoffs, D's going to slap me for this, but I'm probably going to have to say Booker. <laughs> yeah. Just That's fair. He's Gained he's a lot of
0: fans his playoffs. Yeah,
1: he's. I mean, I've watched. I didn't watch all the Phoenix games during the season. I watched some of them, and he was always pretty nice. Like he was always nice in yeah. those. But yeah. watching that
0: pressure of the playoffs though makes you respect him more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah.
1: All right. The start of the seat. The start of the LAC series. I'm like this arrogant motherfucker.
2: Fucking yeah. like, come
1: on, LBJ. Put him in his place. But. <laughs> Wasn't to be, and then watch him start balling out. And I mean, he had a couple of off games, but yeah, he's 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 a, he's a beast. Yeah. So I, I have to say, right right now, that's definitely Booker. But I mean, I'm a big LBJ fan. <laughs> All right,
0: I dig oh, yeah. that. I dig that.
1: I mean, the man's done what? Seventeen seasons, going into eighteen.
0: Is it eight? I think I think it might be eighteen, going into nineteen.
1: Oh, yeah, 18 I going into 19. I can't remember. Exactly. It's it's up there. Yeah.
0: It might be 17.
1: I eight. mean, I think he's going to be the all-time leading scorer and assist man. Like, I don't think anyone else has done that. No.
0: Yeah. You got to put He's gonna... respect on his name. <laughs> Even, if you, oh, yeah. like Even if you don't like him. Because he is a showboater. Even if you don't like him. He's a showboater. Yeah. And he, he flop, like not flops, but he's, he's pretty over, he over-exaggerates a lot too.
1: Which, man. which i think. Is I mean he, he does. does but but i mean every I mean, man and their dog does it as well
0: exactly exactly everybody i'm does in america i'm in america so i can say this now james but uh i don't i i don't particularly respect his uh outside of basketball like his stance on china and hong kong like that really yeah. made me the wrong way as a basketball player i think he's a goat but after that I lost a lot of respect for him because I was just like I. I kind of understood how his quote got misinterpreted, but also I was like, "You never like you're making this big Hollywood film that's probably backed by all this Chinese money, and you have no clue what's going on there, and you're fighting, yeah, for right, like, like social justice in America, but then like you're just gonna look look over it in other countries, you know? So like that kind of really changed my opinion on him, his stance outside of but yeah like China, yeah I you know, I can get down with that. I also as a basketball yeah. player though GOAT. Yeah, but also he's got the, he's got the enough you know balls and what whatever you want to call it to like actually say something. Whereas you had MJ and you had other really big names that like almost refused to to get into that realm of things because, to put
1: put a put a mm-hmm. point across.
0: Yeah, they just they didn't want to get involved, which you can see why. But like at least LeBron has you know stood up for some things that he believes in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's... Money.
0: Money. He believes yeah. in money. <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, shit. They're going to be rich. Yeah. So.
1: yeah. That's generational oh, money, money right there.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh. All right, brother. It's uh, getting late for you, even. Yeah. Yeah. i yeah. hike in the morning.
1: It's all right. I'll have fresh legs. We just got a foot massage, man, so... Oh, uh, yeah, that's... We'll be good. good about
0: Hong Kong. There's foot, mas- there's foot massage parlors all over the place. On oh, every yeah. corner.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Everywhere. 18th floor. Foot massage. Oh, yeah. Glory hole. the happy <laughs> <is it around laughs> oh, ending? We've got the glory
1: hole. we got the glory hole <laughs> expert over here. So <laughs> he's, he's
0: <laughs> the glory hole attendant. Yep.
1: That's right. <laughs> Written all over the TLR uh, <laughs> the toilets as well.
0: <laughs>
1: cool Josh.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, brother. Yeah, no, no, I hope it
1: hasn't been a disappointment.
0: No, no, it was no, really good. No, no. Yeah. Thanks for. I
1: appreciate you guys having me on.
0: Yeah. Thanks for being patient, too.
1: Yeah. No worries, the technical
0: man. difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> and a thing. Yeah. Well, no, episode fellas. number 23. Episode, a perfect episode Yeah. Jordan to, episode. to have him on. Yeah. Jordan episode number 23. James is on. Hell like, yeah. Perfect. This is perfect
1: perfect number for a perfect <laughs> podcast.
2: Yeah. Although,
0: good. hey, did what last thing, LeBron LeBron's changing his number next year to 6 again, six, right? Yeah. He's giving
1: it to AD, right? Yeah. That's what he said he was yeah. going to do like 2 years ago.
0: Yeah, but they already yeah, Nike said no.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, they'd already printed the jerseys, huh?
0: Yeah. So, but I think he looks good in All right, six, brother. So. Well, thank you. I miss you. We miss so you a ton. I. Thanks for doing this.
1: Likewise, man. I'm looking forward to eventually getting over there and hanging out. Same. Shooting some guns little and little drinking Corey some beer.
2: Get out of here with a
1: little Corey.
0: <laughs> hopefully,
1: hopefully it's a boy. Yeah. Hopefully He's going to be d- a girl dad. He's oh, no. Nah. For sure. Nah. Don't say that. Don't jinx it, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's all right, have to fellas. Deal with all
0: those little boys chasing her around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no. It's going to be a
1: scene out of Bad Boy's 2 if that happens.
0: <laughs> that bus is going everywhere with her.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's going to have a tracking device on her ankle. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: All right, man.
0: All right, James. All right, brothers. Hopefully, I meet you in Peace person out. someday. It was nice talking. Yeah.
1: It'll be awesome, yeah, good, man. Good chatting, buddy. Catch you later, guys. Be safe. See ya. See ya. Peace.